If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Cady, the Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro. And actually, I'm going to distribute and cross-post this to my own page. So if you're seeing this on The Challenge Doctor, if you don't know what The Change Physician is all about, you'll need to go to thechangephysician.com. Um, you can join the community, whether you're a physician or a physician ally. We won't discriminate. We'll allow you to be part of the community. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. <laughs> Well, how are you doing today, Kevin? I am well, I do think. I do think Good. I am. Good. Yeah. Well, we've, we've had a ton of, I felt like we were in Oregon the last couple two, uh, couple days because uh, we've had a lot of rain, Kevin, believe it or not. It's a lot of rain, Kevin. <laughs> well, you know, it's you're in Oregon. I'm in Austin. Usually that? it's like freaking dry. Um which I'm sure this this is just a matter of time that we're going to hit our uh, patch of no rain for a while. But, you know, it is central Texas, so it does do that. But we don't. Do, do you have a rainy season then or you just don't? We have you rainy. Have, yeah, I, you guys have like thunderstorms, like the one time I've ever been through Texas, like a billion years ago. I just it was a huge rainstorm. It was like insane. Oh, yeah. We and then do. it's all flat. So it's scary because you think you're going to, there's like nowhere to hide. It's just, you're in the middle of nowhere and it's totally flat for a, a billion miles. And you think you're going to get washed off the face of the earth. Yeah. Of course I live in hill country area. So there mm -hmm. are hills and various things around this area. It's not fully flat. Um, but yes, Texas has a lot of flat areas. Um, I would say we get not rainy seasons. We get rainy surprises. Rainy so, surprises. We don't Very really good. know when um, these things happen. They're pretty random. But um, you know, the summertime is just, it can go several months without anything. So, uh -huh. um, which is pretty, I mean, I'm looking out at a patch on my lawn that has no grass growing. <laughs> it's like, you kind of want the weeds because it how it at least allows your lawn to have something there. So, um, filler, it's a filler. Uh, yes, it, it fills. I mean, if it's green in the winter, you know, it's a weed because um, that's not usually what the grass is doing. <laughs> mm, but, you know, I'm not I'm uh, I'm not going to be um, complaining too much. I mean, there are perks to living in warm weather because I like warm weather. But um, anyway, well, anything hmm. exciting on your part in your parts? In my parts. So let's see. Last <laughs> part weekend, of the world. My parts <laughs> of the world. I should probably yeah, in my elaborate parts. on that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, well, speaking of like, kind of like, um, weather and climate and where you live and everything, I went up and explored the, uh, Columbia river gorge a little bit last weekend, stayed up there. Um, Ooh. and I was constant, I'm just constantly, I'm, I mean, I've been, I mean, where I grew up, I love Nevada, it, but Nevada is like, makes you work for it a little bit. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. People say, Oh, it's ugly. No, Nevada has just absolutely gorgeous things, but it's not easy. Gorgeous. Like, the desert and the um, evening and the and in the mo early mornings when you're nowhere and there's stars all over the place. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Oregon is like easy, gorgeous. It's just everywhere. And um, yeah, man, I was, this, the gorge is just like amazing. It, it was, so the Columbia River Gorge is where the Columbia River, which is like, I think the second largest 
river in the United States. Um, and it's in a big, deep gorge. You don't realize it's so deep when you're in it. But then if you get on the bluffs, it's like huge. Mm. And man, it's just, it's just amazing. Like, um, and then there was a transition between Hood River and um, in the Dolls where it's 20 miles and it completely changes just because the Dolls is on the other side of Cascades and Hood River is sort of at the border. So those mountains, even with the gorge, kind of stop all the water. And so it's one's lily tree and one's not. And um, anyway, I don't know. It was it was crazy. And then I went to the, I just drove around and then I found this museum. There's this, this the Mary Hill Museum of Art, which on the Washington side of the, of the Columbia River. And um, I found it through Google. And it's in the literally, I mean, just nowhere. It's just on this, it sits on this ridge overlooking the gorge. And it, I'm like, oh my God, this is like one of the coolest small museums I've ever been to in my life. I expected to not be there very long. It was over two and a half hours just wandering through this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so if you're anywhere in the Portland area and you want to take a little trip, go out to the gorge. I mean, it is and hit the, that museum. And then there's like the guy who did that made a reproduction of Stonehenge out of like is a memorial to World War One. And I'm like walking through it. And I've been to the real Stonehenge, but you can't walk in the middle of the real Stonehenge anymore. So I was like, this is super cool. Like I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, My husband, I don't know if we told you, Kevin, that, you know, Corey and I actually thought if we're going to live anywhere else other than Austin, we thought about, you know, living in Oregon. And uh, we did go to Multnomah Falls before their recent fire they had had. Um, And that was, that was awesome. I, I I tweaked my uh, knee a little bit. That made it fun going down. Did you go all the way up or were you just like to the top? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I I have pictures of us where the waterfall is below us. Um, I don't, I'm not sure like what part, like if there's multiple parts you can go up. Well, you can go all the way up. I felt like we went all the way up. You but. probably did if, yeah. And, but most people, the, the, the classic is the bridge. You hike up to the bridge. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. No, we went beyond that. Yeah. yeah. I remember looking down at the waterfall. Um. Yeah, it was it was awesome, but I can't even imagine. We didn't have a ton of time to do a lot of other things, but it was it was amazing, and I can only imagine what the rest of the state offers. But um, we have we have thoughts of uh, there's a lot of like wineries and and other things. I think I've seen. Um, well, there's the winery. So the problem. So we live in the Willamette Valley, and Willamette Valley is known for Pinot Noir. Yes. And- I don't like Pinot Noir. Like that's yeah. the problem. Like I just, it's yeah, not, not my, either. <laughs> I, I like big dense wines. I'm a Malbec guy, Pinot, uh, Petit Shiraz, um, or Shiraz or Petit Syrah, which is kind of the same. And um, I just don't like Pinot, Pinot Noir. Yeah. Um, Southern Oregon has some little bit of variety. You haven't been really hit there yet. And then the, the gorge, there was just vineyards all over the place. And they're apparently small. Like they're really not commercial yet. And I was reading some articles on there where they're kind of like some, you know, old edgy winemakers or whatever. So now I want to go up there and just kind of hit some of these places and taste. Um, but, you know, I guess for, for a Saturday salutation thing is one of the things that has reminded me of is we always talk about like doing these crazy exotic trips and go here and, and you have to go here and you have to go here. And um, man, there, there's really all this stuff like hiding in, in backyards, like all over the place. And so I am really trying this year to, get out and appreciate more that's here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're going other places too, but um, I mean, it's just, it just always, it just blows my mind. Like every time I go someplace and within two hour drive and I'm like, 
why am I not do doing this more often? I mean, this is yeah. just gorgeous and fun. And we got lots of different, uh, you know, we got the coast and the river and the mountains. And I want to get out into Eastern Oregon. That's high desert, kind of what I grew up in. And there's some mm -hmm. um, stuff out there. Really want to hit the, there's like the seven natural wonders of Oregon. And I need three of them still. So I'm going to, those are all in Eastern Oregon and Central Oregon. So I want to hit those at some point. But anyway, for those of you, find stuff that's local. I mean, we tend to overlook it and, and yeah. a lot it of opportunities like to cool stuff. You're gamifying Oregon now. Like you're gamifying the whole, like, got to hit the spots. Well, it is. I mean, it, it gives you some, a target, right? Yeah. And then something to anticipate and, uh, um, then you can check your little box on your little, your <laughs> life, life, life game worksheet or life, whatever your, your, what would you call it? Like, what kind of game would this be? Your experience sheet, um, your, but your character sheet, I guess, what you, your past experiences and, and level up there. But yeah, I've yeah. been trying to do that. I mean, I, I remember, I think talked about that last year yeah. at this time was trying to gamify things. It's yeah. kind of challenging for certain aspects of life, but, um, yeah. yeah. You know, you made me think about just like going like just, I've, I have, you know, you think of like, you know, we're busy as physicians, uh, you know, in our training and then especially even out in practice, uh, in the traditional practices for sure. And you don't always, you know, we talk about trying to schedule time away, you know, to create that, you know, downtime and, and whatnot or adventure and, and losing some hobbies because you get so busy. And, and I just think of like, what is it about and I'll just think of me versus, you know, even others, like getting to travel or getting away, even though you haven't really experienced your local like adventures you could do, what is it about us that is striving to get away? Is it, you know, is it just to get away from things that you're not happy with? Or is it to create novelty? Or is it to, you know, just go visit some family and friends? Like, you know, what do you, what are your, what's your take on that? Like, what is it that we are truly doing? Are we escaping from reality or is it really the thing we're going to that we want? Have you ever thought about that? Um, well, I, I guess I'm thinking about a little bit different is we, you know, the tend to overlook what we have locally, like, mm -hmm. and then when we go someplace else and we tend to do different things or the experience is different, or we kind of have these memories that are associated with it. Yeah. And I think there's two reasons for that. One is the novelty. So we do know um, the brain craves kind of like novelty. And when you're in a new experience or a new setting um, that, it, that grabs attention and, and, and you're focusing more and um, there's more likely to be a little nuggets that go into the old memory box that you can assemble later um but the other thing is when people come to you right then they have a novel experience because there's people with you so that changes that day-to-day -day routine and then sometimes people like discover stuff in their backyard like if you're entertaining guests or something like that but i think that i think the biggest part about it is the um it 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 kind of skips you off the automaticity track yeah. You know, so most so most of our behavior is so um habitual. Yeah. Right. And we tend to do the and it's well, yeah, it's controlled by like sort of this this subconscious thing. And we don't we're generally not aware of it. Here's the awareness we're gonna talk about as usual. Um, so most of these actions are kind of unaware and we're kind of doing the day-to-day -day thing and we're just kind of plugging through. And so that change change allows you to 
to jump off automaticity. So if you are changing location, changing your environment, now you have an opportunity to kind of develop uh, uh, new, new places to pay attention to, new experiences, you're more open to those experiences. Um, so I think, I think that's part of it. And so we're craving the novelty and then actually getting in a novel environment allows us to sort of experience things differently. There's a lot of this comes from the high habit stuff. So if you are trying to change a habit and particularly one that has, um, let's just say they're not the most positive habits, that changing in environment is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Or if you move to, into a new setting, you can often start changing habitual patterns in your life. It is easier once you have done that sort of change. Um, so I, th I think all that sort of have a play a role with, if, with even as simple as a vacation. Yeah. So make that last statement you said makes you think if you really want to like, because you think of people in, outside the US and how they take sabbaticals or they take mm -hmm. like these longer vacations versus like this one to two week thing. I think of how counterproductive it can be and how much you rush to get things done in that small period of time when you're coming from the US to go do a quick vacation. Like, do you feel like the amount of time can make a huge impact on its effect on you, maybe realizations, maybe helping you change or see from a different light. Do you think that there's like a certain amount of time that's like more beneficial for people to get away or to really um, kind of de-stress, I guess? Well, if you need a vacation from your vacation, then and you probably didn't, it wasn't a stress-reducing <laughs> vacation, right? right? And that happens all the time. Like, yeah. I think the biggest one, um, for for like physicians are really really busy people who have a lot of whose job doesn't turn off right mm -hmm. is um is the call so i was talking to a friend of ours i'm not going to use his name because he yeah. hasn't given us permission to do it but um you know he, he he's busy and he does a lot of stuff and um but he can't he doesn't have an opportunity to really to decompress on these vacations because of the call schedule, because yeah. the way that is all set up. And we might talked about that, I think with um, Tilo uh, about the, 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 but the, the fact is that you, when you have to, you have a certain number of calls that you're expected to make for the year. And then anytime you're off, you have to like condense those call schedules. So now all of a sudden you're, you're doing Q2 for the week before you, you do your vacation. And if you stretch out that vacation, then you come back and maybe your Q3, yeah. I mean, it, it's insane. I mean, it, it's so I, I think that's part of it. Um, I, I, I do think you can do short trips and they can be really powerful. I think long trips obviously can give you a different experience. I think it really sort of um, so it's difficult to say one is better than the other or extended is better than not. Um, but certainly if you want to get a flavor of a place, I think longer is somewhat better. I, I, so let's take Europe, right? So people will go to Europe. And you can either go for a week and you can try to go to a different place every single day. Mm -hmm. And um, then you're going to get a, maybe a broad exposure, but I don't necessarily think you're going to get, you're going it, to, it's, you're sort of sampling everything. Right. You're not really going to know much versus yeah. you go to a place and you stay in that location for longer, three, four, five, six days or whatever. And then maybe kind of strike out from there. You're going to have a much more of a familiarity with the place. Both can be good, but the experiences are going to be completely different if that, yeah. you know, so um, I don't know if I answered your question, but no, I just, I think, yeah, I think it depends, but um, I definitely feel like for those that uh, everyone's situation is different. Um, 
if the only way you can maintain your sanity is to take long, you know, weekends, um, cause you're in charge so much and you can't somehow offload it to somebody else. And that just keeps your sanity, then that might work for you. But I think of if like I'm going to Australia, New Zealand, if I go there, I tend to like to go for some time because they're expensive flights. A they're long, long flights and jet doesn't lag. make jet lag. <laughs> so those things are in consideration. So, um, that makes sense. And yeah, if you really want to explore and, and, uh, you know, I've, I've just met someone who, um, is contemplating, you know, moving somewhere in the Europe area <clears throat> and they're very, they bought a piece of land, um, cause they have this vision for their retirement and, but they are, are trying to just like spend more time, you know, just to make sure that they want to build a home on it. Yeah. Like, so you just immerse yourself and get a feeling for, can you imagine the day-to-day life and that you can build your life around this? So mm-hmm. I, it all depends on what your intentions are, I guess, too. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I think of my husband and I have had this conversation about the reasons that we travel and, and why I've always loved travel. And I think it's very complicated. Um, it, it's not just one reason. So, well, yeah. And, and, um, it's like anything It's a human experience. So what is exactly you, you enjoy doing mm-hmm. and, and didn't we just do this in an episode though? Cause one thing I think is absolutely key is to not wall off things like not to preemptively and preemptively decide that you don't like something. Yeah. Keep an just open because mind. yeah, keep it, keeping an open mind on it, I think is really, really key because you don't, you really don't know and travel provides an opportunity to, to do that. It's an maybe adventure. Don't want to do. It is. It's an adventure. And um, yeah. don't be a jerk. Don't, don't yeah, be. don't be a jerk. Don't, you know, um, I don't know, just because a whole lot, you know, that you can be a travel snob. I mean, in yeah. that kind of, and we all can be a little bit of travel snobs, but just because everybody does it, does, does it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. And just because there's a whole bunch of people like, okay, the resorts, I'm not a huge all-inclusive person, but going to an all-inclusive resort with the right kind of frame of mind and the right setting can actually be really, really fun. Yeah. Cruises we talked about like, Oh, I don't like cruises, blah, blah, blah. Well, have you ever been on a cruise? No, no. I just know you don't like it. Well, okay. Well, like I said right. the same thing. And then I went on a cruise and I'm like, wow, this was a great experience. So, yeah. um, Anyway, it's just be open. I think that's the kind of kind of one of the mantras of life, though. Be open to new experiences. Yes. In fact, um, I was just thinking of discussing if you have not listened to some of our episodes, um, you should go check out um, some recent ones. I'm actually going to pull up our spreadsheet of all of our episodes here since Google just like shut down all my windows here let me see um today would be the 8th of april and so oh tomorrow on my birthday it'll be releasing um some travel experiences that have changed how we travel so you should take a listen but this past week um past sunday we talked about what you measure matters um that can be in all sorts of things in your life and we brought back Dr. Paul Thomas on his direct primary care journey in Michigan. Um, and I think that's Plum Health, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very good episode. And we'll follow that up with a part two uh, this coming up week. So any comments regarding the podcast? No, other than I'm, I forgot to say happy birthday for your yeah. birthday that's coming tomorrow. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm only a big one, one year behind you. So the big five zero next year. <laughs> Five O is kind of fun. Uh, you know, the weirdest thing, always weird thing about age is I just don't, you don't really feel old, or at least I don't necessarily feel yeah. older. 
but you are. Mm-hmm. And if you met your younger self, you would probably be like, who is this person? But um, yeah. it's just, it's just weird. It is just kind of weird. Yeah. It all, it's the unique human experience, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm, I, I actually, it, getting older drives me a little bit. It, it inspires me to keep taking care of myself. Cause even during the pandemic, that little lull of like, maybe not doing things the way I used to do and, and seeing how that impacts how I feel and whatnot. Like it's, it's amazing how uh, depending on your frame of mind or your mindset um, you can either, you know, let it bring you down or you can let it lift you up. So uh, personally, I like to take the uh, positive side of half full or however you want to say it. Um, at least uh, the silver lining for me is that I'm still alive at 50 when I know some friends and other people have died before that time frame, And I'm going to be very grateful for the years that I've, I've already had. And so I'm going to try to do something with them. Um, so <laughs> that's well, and, I, and, and, and kind of coming back to the other thing is um, this, these age related beliefs that people have are, are so destructive. And mm-hmm. if they just throw up their hands and don't do anything, then you're going to wither away, but it is. Yeah the human bodies are so remarkably resilient and have so much capacity. Um, they just require a little extra tune up, you know, and if you enjoy working out or you enjoy doing these things and that's fine. I used to always wonder like, okay, it seems, you know, why is it then when the, you have so much resiliency when you're younger and then you don't have resiliency as much resiliency It's slower to recover from things. It's still possible and you can still grow and you can still develop muscle hypertrophy and all that stuff, but it's, it's more challenging as you get sure. older. And I came to the conclusion, like totally not based on anything evolutionary or whatever, but it was like old people or your older brain, like the more wise and mature brain is the only thing that can actually responsibly take care of a body right if you give a baby an old person's body they wouldn't be able to do anything with it no but it's like at some point your body's like all right i've raised you enough now it's your opportunity to kind of um yeah take care of me and i'm like well okay well we'll do this in partnership you know you got me this far i'm gonna work hard to make sure that i keep you this far and and have a really great next 50 years so yeah um, i'm glad you brought that up because it's really about what have you learned up until this point and is it something serving you? Are you paying attention? Are you building the wisdom or are you in denial? Because those that have been in denial or, you know, refuse or have these hard, you know, beliefs that are not uh, beneficial for a body that becomes less resilient are going to suffer. And it makes me still believe in the phrase I like to use for my challenge doctor followers out there, challenge your health before your health challenges you. Like at some point there's going to be a switch around. Like if you're not going to challenge it in healthy ways, then it's going to go downhill a lot faster than others that take care of it. So none yes. of us are perfect, but we can do well, it. or move it or lose it. You know, the same thing. Cause yeah. it's like, if you're not going to, you know, it's, it, it, it's sort of like muscles. Like if you don't use the muscle, it atrophies, mm-hmm. but if you challenge the muscle, then it's going to grow as long as it's challenged, net fed, rested, yeah. challenged, fed, rested. Right. And you're, so the whole body does that. Like, yeah, just challenge it, nutri- give it nutrients, rest it and repeat and you'll yeah. be okay. But don't yeah. just sit there and go, Oh my God, I can't do anything. I go, it's like, we talked to my, my sister who, um, one of my favorite people and <laughs> just, talking, you know, it's like, we talk about this stuff and, and, um, people who don't move, it's like, Oh, they aren't moving. And, uh, it's like, the, like, I can't like, they'll, they'll always, they think there's something medical going wrong. So they won't move. 
It's like there is literally nothing unless you have like a like an, a, a, a fresh fracture that hasn't been stabilized, that movement doesn't help. And it's yeah. like, if I had some weird tingling in my body somewhere, I mean, you can pretty make sure I'm going to be moving that piece of body yeah. more and I'm going to be exercising it more versus right. like not doing anything with it. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. it's, it's crazy. It's, I don't know, movement, yep. people. Movement is medicine. Yeah, move. So why don't you move us on out of the Saturday salutations? Well, all right. Well, it is a uh, happy Saturday to all of you. Hope you guys are having a great day. Happy birthday to Dr. Melissa Katie, who is turning the big four nine tomorrow. So make sure <laughs> yeah, you send you. her little uh, accolades and, and thumbs up through Facebook <laughs> or whatever your favorite media is. Um, as always, you can join the community, whether you're a physician or physician ally at thechangephysician.com. And until next time, stay well. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.